0: communication is something that we deal with every day some good and some that needs work with so many ways to communicate we can never be too sure about which way is the proper form today i am joined with a guest who uses astrology as a way to communicate everybody
1: communicates differently and you have no control over it
0: i am dakota patterson and this is a fresh fruit coffee podcast fresh brewed coffee podcast is brought to you by the team of vx and big heads media on this podcast i'll be talking about life and the many paths it takes us down as individuals and how we collectively meet as a society sometimes i'll be sitting down with the guests who will bring fresh perspectives that we can all learn from my hope is to create a space for all to be vulnerable and human with that being said it's brewing time Welcome back to another episode of fresh brew coffee podcast i am your host dakota parison champ VX on all socials i also have an instagram and twitter for the podcast and that's fb coffee pod once again that's fb coffee pod before we jump into today's episode i'd like to give a quick shout out to rothrock coffee and they are one of my favorite coffee shops at the moment and their coffee is delicious but you don't have to take my word for it head over to rothrockcoffee.com and see for yourself Communicating effectively is an everyday task. It is something that I personally challenge myself on daily, which is why I'm excited for today's episode and guest. Today's guest is an astrology enthusiast, director, artist of all forms, and overall great person. So, with that being said, please welcome Kofi James.
1: Good morning. Uh, thank you for having me, for sure. Thank
0: you for finally coming. Been wanting to do this episode for a few weeks. So I'm glad that we finally got the chance to sit down and do this. Man, the communication on that one was wherever it was going for sure. It it was always off. It was like, I think one of the hard things about doing the podcast, especially with this season, is the fact that like, I kind of just like, I'll hit up a guest and I'm like, all right, hey, let's do this. And then having to work with different schedules and then work on my schedule and then life just kind of happens. And then boom, we were, we were here yesterday recording and then we had to stop and here we are again recording. So we're finally here. So I guess my first question, like I ask every guest is, how are you?
1: It's a great question. I am today, cause you know, today it's the 23rd. Um, A little bit of Supreme Mathematics real quick. um, Today is the day of wisdom and understanding. um, Two plus three is five, so that breaks down to five. Today is a five day. Power and refinement. Um, Today I'm most definitely feeling pretty powerful.
0: And by powerful, what do you mean? Kind of all power could be described in so many different ways. So I know what powerful means for me, maybe different for you. So could you explain what powerful means to you when you feel powerful what does that mean for kofi uh when i'm feeling powerful is
1: it's power can be looked at as creative energy um power can be looked at as truth you know um power slash refinement that's why i said it so you know i feel powerful um i also feel more refined than i was yesterday
0: is there anything that you do particularly that kind of gives you that power like is there something you do and after you do it you feel powerful like wow I used to. I used to, um,
1: I used to literally affirm things. Um, now I just do mantras every now and then. Like I, um, one of my favorite mantras to give me power or to refine me is to, um, let me know I'm the most important thing in the universe. Um, gives me power because you know, the
0: most important thing in the universe is you and that's quite frankly anyone. Yeah, that's true. Um, Speaking of mantras, one of my favorite mantras, I'm pretty sure you hear me and Rhiannon say a lot or a lot of people who know or don't know, me and Rhiannon, when we actually sit down and do episodes, we have a podcast called Here Now Wow. That's, um, That's like my favorite mantra is Here Now Wow. And what I love about that mantra is just what it really means to be here in this moment and like especially be like where you are now because where you were yesterday is not where you are now where you were a year ago is not where you are now so when i look back on my life and i think about everything i've been through and i realize that like i'm here now in this moment yeah you know it's just like wow you know so that's what i love about that mantra because it's just a reminder of journey and a reminder of the fact that i'm here now when i didn't always want to be so speaking of journey walk us through your journey of who you were and how that has played a part in who you become <clears throat> Uh, that's a whole separate podcast episode, but yeah, I'm almost definitely
1: um keep it condensed. Um, my journey most definitely starts my journey officially started the moment I realized the reality of um almost losing a parent. So that's when my journey started because I started understanding things at like six, seven years old. As you know, your average six, seven years old are, you know, not gonna get put in a situation to quite understand that yet so my journey pretty much started there because from there um i started realizing how important um role models are in your life as a youth um especially ebony youth um me back then most definitely was your average child i have a had a pretty much average childhood you know um, but I've been in a lot of instances where um, although my childhood, you know, it's pretty, pretty good. I most definitely used to just always have a second thought, like, is this even real? So I always had, you know, and I'm pretty sure every human has this, you know, in the subconscious. And um, every time I used to ask, this is even real, I get put in an even more um, uncomfortable situation in life. So me then used to be a very comfortable child. So like... As years progress, getting put in a lot of uncomfortable situations and being moved around a lot, um, it more definitely puts you in it. Like now it puts me in a state where, you know, it just manifests into me as somebody who just rarely stays stagnant, you know, uh, rarely stay inert. Um, my thoughts don't even stay inert. Um, that's why uh, yoga is more definitely is a great practice for people like me. Um, anybody who just, you know, and sometimes even yoga is just, you know, I have to concentrate just a little bit more harder when I do yoga because I, I literally got to get the thoughts to a very either a solid form or i just don't think thoughts at all because our thoughts aren't us so one of the hardest things is just to get them out your head so um that's another one me now you know i now constantly aware that our thoughts aren't us i was consumed by thoughts now when you say our thoughts aren't us what do you, what do you mean by that i mean that in the instance where um our thoughts aren't us because when we you know it's my opinion when you come into we're spiritual beings living a human experience i say this all the time i will say this until perish we are spiritual beings living a human experience so our thoughts aren't us because when you come into a human you sign up for the thoughts you sign up for the thoughts you know we're far more emotional beings than than cognitive being you know Mm -hmm. um it took It took a couple, um, it took, and I'm going to be pretty transparent, it took me learning and getting involved with um, DMT to make me realize how it's hard to do it in this form, but how easy our train of thought can be stripped away. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, you ask a lot of people in near-death experiences or outer-body experiences, you're not thinking of nothing. You're just literally existing or uh, i take that back you're literally experiencing um so i tested it so literally tested it um high school very depressed very depressed um part of that came from being misunderstood um highly misunderstood mm-hmm. um part of that just came from self-hate um and a part of that a big part of it was just this and i don't know where it came from just this very deep deep feeling of loneliness like i had a very great childhood surrounded with love, you feel me? But I, I sit in my room and be like, feel love, but I still feel alone. So yeah, it's just um I really had to sit and just reflect. You know, all I do is reflect and it got to the point like transitioning to college to where I just you know, I just started really thinking on thoughts and why we think, how we think, way we think. Um, and I came to the conclusion that all of us, we just subjectively think and we pick up off frequencies that don't even be our own frequencies. Um, a lot of it be, um, you know, like if you surround yourself by people a lot, um, you pick up off the emotions and feelings and it it gets you thinking. Um, and then naturally, I'm just a thinker. So mm-hmm. and an overthinker. And that comes with, you know, anxiety. Um, some people get mental illnesses. You know, you overthink. You know, we all some way shape or form battle our thoughts um, right. it's the reason why you can say one thing and do the other right. at any point in time um but i remember one time i was watching a um youtube channel and um this guy he said something very prominent and he was really just saying like you know our thoughts aren't us and it like pretty much he bought out until like what my spirit was telling me the whole time because i was i had to reflect like mean, man i was feeling loneliness for what you feel me like i was feeling loneliness for what Um, And that goes down to theory talk You know It goes down to like You know Obviously as humans We're disconnected From um, ethereal energy out here So If you're low vibrational You wouldn't You couldn't even You couldn't even Imagine uh, Minigame being Way more superior than you Or you couldn't even imagine You being watched You know So Mm -hmm. The whole time I'm sitting here I'm alone and shit My experiences of life Led me to like Man we are most definitely Not alone Nobody Even if you're the most Depressed person In the United States of America You're not alone um at all um physically you might be alone but once you go deep within you
0: realize you're not alone um i think loneliness is something that obviously i believe is something that we all feel i think that everyone battles with uh, the feeling of loneliness i also too like I, obviously like i'm a part of everyone but there's times where i feel alone i could be surrounded by people i still feel alone Or, like, I could be anywhere and I still feel alone. Even in, like, my happiest moments, there are times where, although I'm happy and I'm smiling, there's still, like, this big shadow of loneliness. It's just, like, over my back, just staring at me. And I think that's something, yeah, that we all feel and we all go through. And I think it's one thing that even I practice on communicating better you know trying to communicate the loneliness and obviously you know, I, I struggle with that sometimes like communicating effectively when it comes to my loneliness and the loneliness i feel how do you communicate that if you're feeling if you're feeling lonely how do you communicate that loneliness to be quite
1: frank up until now in this podcast i don't think i Ever confronted my loneliness, you feel me? So, in that perspective, um, it just manifested just it meant it. me communicating my loneliness, it just manifested into me creating. So, like in high school, I used to do a lot of poetry, you know, that's when I discovered, like, man, I really like to write. Um, but my life be like phases, just like the moon. I went through a very deep writing stage stop writing um and now it's around the time i literally got out of that depressive mental state stop writing um and with the depression i kind of left the loneliness but even now like because you know i would still feel loneliness because you know we're human um i guess what i'm starting to you know and you're most definitely an observer too what i'm starting to really truly realize is that and i don't care what economic status you are um, social background. Um, majority of us, like we, we just aren't really truly satisfied. Like, how could one be? You feel me? Like you, you live in this matrix, and you're just like, man. Nah, it got to be something more. Yeah. So, um, up until now, I never really confronted my loneliness. Um, anytime I wanted to confront my loneliness to my parents i used to just get that you know thoughts aren't us you know now you know i'm I'm older i always think like what if i really didn't listen to that second thought because i listen to my second interesting enough i listen to my second thought like 45 percent of the time Mm -hmm. um sometimes i get interesting results listen to that second thought but a lot of time my first thought uh, just lead me into um even more confusion like my first initial thought and i act on it but um i used to avoid that uh i used to literally you know my uh, my father used to tell me um he used to tell me just me and him are connected he used to tell me for sure and i knew it was genuine he should be like you know son anything you want to talk about let me know you know but you know like your average child that most definitely don't even know how to put that to your parent It just be like okay you know or you know what's wrong you just like nothing or you know just it's, it's easy to just suppress it's so easy especially if you're just naturally a feminine person it's so easy to just suppress, 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 internalize, 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 um, but when you also realize, like, not, not everybody gonna have the answers, even your parents, it, it puts you in a, um, puts you in an intellectual mind state where it's like, alright, if nobody got the answers, well then, I guess the only answers I'm gonna be able to come up with is gonna be through self, um, but everybody's experience are different, um, I learn a lot through people. was wanting about establishing connections with people and relationships with people, I was not came to a lot of um conclusions about self. But, you know, you get this um uncertainty of like, you know, what what your parents to say when you bring up stuff like lonely, um, especially when you have like a parent who's highly Christian. Because, quite frankly, you don't want to hear a Bible verse. <laughs> I mean, there are Bible verses for it, and don't get me wrong. Like, I love religion. But, like you know, sometimes your spirit just, uh, you know, religion came from spirituality. So, it's like, you know, I'm not really trying to hear what you read. I'm really trying to hear what your spirit has to tell me. On lonely. on mm. You know? I'm not trying to hear King James Version. I'm not trying to right. hear the Torah. I'm not trying to hear the Quran. I'm not trying to hear none
0: of that. You feel me? I'm trying to hear what's your spirit has to say um i was telling rihanna the other day how a lot of people on facebook you know facebook people love the debate and i was telling her when it comes to issues such as like you know the gay community and a lot of people a lot of my friends who are christian they used to tell me like oh like yeah like i can't i can't stand gay people i can't be around gay people this and that now i ask them well why like what's wrong with gay people and they can never tell me anything wrong with gay people, or they can never tell me anything that's wrong about being gay. But they will, they will like, they will quote the Bible. They'll say, "Well, you know, the Bible says this." And I was tell them, "Okay, but what? What do you say? What does your spirit say?" Like a lot, I feel like a lot of people, and you know, this is my observation. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people to religion because they don't really understand or know what they say personally or what they feel personally. For a lot of people they cling to religion because it's easier to agree with something that's already there than to dive into their own thoughts and really just dive out like dive down into it or dive deep into it and just go, This is what I feel, this is why I feel it, this is why I think this is why I think it it's easier to agree with something that's already there than to figure out what's not there yet. You know, that, that like makes any sort of sense. It makes complete sense. Um,
1: I love religion, like, even though I said that, it still don't change the fact how much I love religion. I started, I came to my first universal truth through religion, like, so, you know, both my parents with my mother, Um season to the whole Jehovah Witness thing, my father, um Christian, you know, Christianity got so many different branches. I, I don't even I can't even identify his actual like, I don't know if he Methodist, Baptist, you know, all that extra stuff. But um shit, when I was in fifth grade, uh, I got the opportunity to go to a Catholic school. Obviously I wasn't gonna fit into a Catholic school, like um but I, I was I was a very smart child at my age. Um just a tad a little bit more progress as far as like understanding things. So um, I get there And it's a private school And they have a religion class We're learning about World cultures You know You're not getting that energy In public schools So I'm learning about Islam You know and, and um, I'm learning about Mecca And I'm learning about All this cool stuff In like 5th grade And I'm over here Breaking it down Thinking about it. like Man this I'm like Real quick My spirit was like yeah, oh, all this is interconnected Like what I What I go to church Every Sunday It's no different What I'm hearing In a religion class At Catholic school Yeah so I don't Knock anyone For their um, Religious practice um, any type of spiritual endeavor Because we're all going through a spiritual experience um, What I don't like is people egos in it So, like for example, my grandmother Great human being Grand Grandparents, man, love them um, My grandmother is probably my favorite Christian woman ever um, I can tell her ego's not in it, you know So I can have real conversation with her And she'll say God And she don't even bring up Bible verses as much She just talk about the spirit you know, and that's just great. Like nobody's not trying to hear a Bible verse all the time. You know, it's not Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> no disrespect, but man, that's it, it gets repetitive and everyone's different and take information different. So, you know, some people will tell you the Bible verse, right, and they won't even break it down. They're, they're like, in Ecclesiastes, you know, chapter 12, verse 12, you know, they'll tell you, but they won't break it down. You know, they'll just tell you and you'd be like, all right, they don't break it down.
0: And it's like, how could you understand what you won't help people understand? You know, like that. That's always been my take with it, because obviously, I think I told you before that I used to be a youth pastor, right? And you know, it's my job to teach people this and say this and say this and the Bible this and the Bible that. But yeah, it's just like, how do you expect people to understand what you won't? break down if you don't break it down you're not gonna be able to understand it and even though i was teaching these things even i didn't really understand what the hell i was teaching so it's just like there was there was a point in the like in my time during during being a youth pastor that it just hit me and i was just like yeah you know this this isn't it this is like i don't know it's just like why not just break it down why do you think that it's not being broken down
1: because i got three reasons one is because people just don't understand it too is um it's the bible to me is so figurative that you got to break it down multiple ways somebody is break it down one way but if you take a verse man you got to break it down so many ways that people don't even know how to break down a verse in like three ways four ways you know if you got you should be a youth pastor so like you know you're preaching to 12 plus kids that all have different brains that's all going to take that same Bible verse differently Mm-hmm. Um, three is just um, I feel like in retrospect, um, the Bible's been tainted for so long that I feel like subconsciously people know that is 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 it ain't all the way transparent. Mm-hmm. So you know you take out what you want from it at this point. So like I really truly think people don't really try to break it down because it's just I know some people be like, oh, what's the really point? And then I know a lot of it just be the ego. Like some people really think they understand the verse, mm-hmm. and so they say it. A lot of it be ego. They say the verse and they feel it in their whole hearts, but then you're taking it in. You're not feeling it. You feel me? You're like, I'm not. I'm not feeling that verse. You feel me? It's a great verse. It might impact you and how you're taking it. Right. But quite frankly, um,
0: I take scripture very figurative for sure. Um, Which I think is like the. Point behind it all i don't think that the bible was meant to be taken so literal and there's people who take it very very literal like the bible says this they take that and they run with it but it's just like they don't question why and you're told to not question why when it comes to like religion you're told not to question why and that was one of my biggest Issues with it. it's like I have friends Who are religious you know I don't mind That they're religious nor like is it my Even place to mind or don't mind um, You're religious you're religious uh, My thing is like I didn't like the religion Because yeah you were told To not question why and I'm a very why person if I Want to understand something I have to Ask why same and if you Are taught to not Question it and just have faith in it Like oh like don't question God's Methods you just need to trust it and it's like, how can I trust what I don't know or understand? And if you're not telling me why I should understand it or telling me like what I need to know to trust it, why are you asking me to trust it? I feel like we trust things so blindly, and it always kind of fucks us up in the end. Don't go anywhere. Right back with more fresh brewed coffee. Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Aisla. And together, we are the hosts of the Bicurian podcast. Bicurian is our answer to the polarizing culture we live in. Tired of feeling under siege and looking for ways to get involved? Then come be a part of a different way of thinking. Everything from politics to geek culture to current events that polarize us as a society. We explore multiple ways of looking at things. Please check us out at bikurian.com and follow us on your favorite social media platform of choice. And now, more Fresh Fruit Coffee podcast with Dakota Patterson. Hello and welcome back to the Fresh Brew Coffee Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Dakota Patterson, champ VX and all socials. Please make sure to follow the FBC Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and that's FB Coffee Pod. Once again, that's FB Coffee Pod. Today on the podcast, I am joined with guest Kofi James. Now, Kofi, one of my favorite things about you is your love for astrology. So can you talk to us about how you discovered astrology and what it's done for you personally?
1: Man, I respect you for giving me this question because I literally tried my best to not. Um, lately, I'm definitely been trying to separate that energy from when I'm dealing with people. But yeah, um, I came to the understanding of it because you know a lot of people be knowledgeable about it. Like you can, I'm pretty sure you can ask 80 percent of the people in the world, and they'll probably most definitely be able to tell you their. Um, zodiac sign You feel me But it took 2016 2016, My like sophomore year of college um, Me and my roommate We were living in the dorm <coughs> And um A friend of ours Got him Constantly aware Like Have you heard of a birth chart And um He went with it Sucked in the information and seeing it was actually pretty interesting. So he brought it to my attention too. And, um, I ran with it. Uh, It's funny because the very first time I looked at my birth chart, I did not like what I was looking at. And the thing <laughs> that was telling me, although it was hiding, holding a lot of truth, I was not trying to, like, look at that. So, um... The both of us, we literally start learning together. And um, it even made our relationship even stronger on a spiritual level. And um, it came to a full circle once I was able to know my birth time. Everything was smooth. Like, you know, now I ask people their birth time. People will look at me like a deer in the head. Like, because it's a very cool random question. Um, people live Lifetimes And ain't been told, like, what's your birth time? So Um, I was able to get my birth time Looked it up Everything was just so accurate Uh, I'm trying my Hardest not to just, cause I can talk About this all day long But Um, we started um, Learning each other's charts We started learning each other On individual chart, and um I truly started to appreciate it once I literally started to see what I was learning literally in my face, um, literally in the actions I was doing. Everything really, truly made sense. Um, and it's not even about the zodiac sign. Um, society, we most definitely um, misconce- misconceive astrology. Um, Cause nowadays when people say zodiac signs. I just say astrology. You're talking about astrology, um, because there are different types of astrology, and the best astrology don't even barely include uh, the zodiac signs. It's more on the planets. But um, I think like it's weird. Like it's it's very it's a very you know it's not for everyone. And, like, once you understand it, you understand it. So, I'm a cynical person. I'm a skeptic. You know, like we were just talking about earlier. I'm a why everything. Um. But I looked up my birth chart. Reading it. I'm reading the aspects. But it was one particular piece of information. And it was so simple but it was so accurate. I'm just like, well, what the hell? (laughs) So like I had knee surgery at 15 and, um, I have a lot of Capricorn placements and, um, Capricorn rules the knees. Um, and I was looking at my houses and now it's even before I even understood the houses. I was just looking at, you know, they just had a lot of information, a whole lot of information. Mm -hmm. And, um, I seen the one, And they were talking about how um, you will be, you know, prone to injury. You'll be prone to surgery. Hmm. And I was just like, wow. Like, I literally had surgery at 15. And, like, at 15 years old, like, that was a very um, transformational time in my life. Like, a lot of things happened at 15. Like, I lost my virginity at 15. Started smoking at 15. Had surgery at 15, um, and I literally came to a sudden realization of where I wanted to go in life at 15. Like I had to pretty much ditch being an NFL football player, a middle linebacker. Had to ditch that, that reality. It wasn't um feasible at the moment, or it just wasn't feasible at all, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, the fact they were able to say, like, "Yeah, you're prone to," surgery, surgery in the knee and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, okay, this is... I'm like, I'm listening to you because I'm like, you're not wrong. Like, I'm looking at this on my fucking phone screen. I'm like, wow, you're not wrong. And I'm like, this is way more in-depth than a goofy horoscope you would see on social media that's <laughs> promotional. Yeah, It's like, oh, your daily horoscope. Today, Sagittarius.
0: Or today, uh, Leo. You feel me? It's, yeah. All that stuff is subjective. Those always, like... Get me like not really like annoyed, but I used to get really anxious seeing the daily horoscope. I had to unfollow a lot of those pages because I'll wake up in a really good mood and then it'll be like, Today's Pisces, you're going to come across someone who you care for who wants to completely fuck your shit up. So all day I'll walk around anxious and they're like, Hey, Coda, I'm like, Uh uh-uh. uh, you're gonna fuck my shit up today, you know? So it's just like I used to have to unfollow all those pages, but I do love astrology and when I'm around you and you talk about it more I like learn more oh yeah that's right like I'm really a big fan of this shit because like there's things that astrology explains that makes everything else make sense like how when you randomly told me about like my birth chart and you was just like yeah you know your birth chart says you were gonna you have a difficult relationship with your mom and I have not spoken to you about it yet and I was just like Oh, that's funny that you bring that up. You know, so this is like astrology is like that real friend who's just very honest. And honesty is something that we all need in our life. We need to be honest with each other. We need people to be honest with us. And I feel that's a part where humans kind of fail each other. At least most people, like they don't really know how to be honest with each other. And they don't know how to be honest with themselves. And I feel like astrology really does help you become more honest with yourself and gives you a certain type of understanding.
1: Facts. I mean, it's merely a tool. <clears throat> and, it, you know, like a tool, you use it in different ways. Um, you use it so many different ways. Because astrology literally tells you where you've been, where you're going, and where you're at now. And, um, depending on the astrologer, you know, that's why I, I'm i'm an enthusiast i don't really consider myself an astrologer just yet because I'm just not in that space where i can devote all my energy into um getting certified and actually study the type of astrology i want to study but um what well, do like, you
0: do you need do you feel that you really need a, cert, a certification to consider yourself an astrologer aren't we all just enthusiasts You know, I don't think that anyone on this earth dedicates all their time to one thing. You know, I host this podcast, but I don't dedicate my entire life or time to it. So in a way, I'm an enthusiast or am I just a podcaster? You know, so I don't think that you really need to devote your entire time to something to be something. I feel like we are all what we are. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, if you Google my name, I come out as a philosopher. I never went to school for philosophy. Never taken a philosophy class. But I do have philosophies and theories, but I don't have a certification. So that's why I look at you as an astrologer instead of an enthusiast. Man, for sure. I think it just comes from a...
1: It comes from That comes from a man. I respect you for that. I think that comes from even though I know a lot, I know nothing at all in this shit. So, um, when I did my research, you know, there's a whole separate, because I want to surround myself with the energy. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I am an astrologer. You're an astrologer. Um, Everybody, if you got the potential, but I did learn and when you're talking to people, not everybody, and I, and this is what I think not everybody is not meant to understand it in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we come, we, us as souls, we come here with so many different individual purposes that, you know, ain't nobody got time to be trying to break down and comprehend and understand star language. Mm-hmm. Um, feel me they're here for a family or they're here to you know be a political activist or you know mm-hmm. and everybody played their roles like you feel me there's um and the reason why i said i wanted to go in and study it because for one i feel like there need to be way more ebony astrologers out here mm-hmm. um because i feel like it's, it's a lot it's a loss it's a lost it's a lost knowledge And it's an occult knowledge as well. It's very hidden. And um, I want to make people understand it how I do. And so you feel me? You got to, you know, that's how you know. Like, I know a lot, but I don't know at all. Because if you truly understand something, you know, you could break it down to a three-year-old or Mm four-year-old. And um, I can do that, but at the same time, I kind of really can't because it's, um, it's like multiple things that come into play when we're talking about this stuff and I really just, I guess it's in the physical sense, you know, I just want that physical, you know, I like putting in the work, mm-hmm. you know, I actually like getting the physical, like, yeah, astrology. It'd just, it will um, because if I come out to the world with this, you know, I'm going to get those low vibrational people or those weird people like oh where are your sources or do you even have credentials or you know yeah the people who just want to test your knowledge right you feel me and I and quite frankly I don't be having the energy to to be like oh well I'll just show
0: you the the work I put in and I'll tell you to go do the same I it what's funny is that like um one of my one of my friends from back home he always tells me you know for someone who does a lot he's like you're not certified in anything and it's just like, when I met you, you told me that you were going to school for, you know, for film and et cetera. And I was like, I've never been to art school, but I've been working in the industry for like six years. But I never went to school for any of this. Like never done anything. If anybody was just like, hey, do you have any credentials? I'm like, I don't have any paper credentials. Like I didn't go to school for it, but like. You got experience. Here, yeah. And that's yeah. What I'm like, that's why I'm like, here's six years of the work. You know the paper doesn't really do much for me you know i feel like the i feel like the paper is just and this is just my view on the paper itself mm-hmm. you know i feel like the paper is just like so it's, it's a nice badge you know like how like in like the boy scouts and girl scouts it's, it's a nice badge like the paper is a nice badge there's people who i know who have their degree currently that have a degree in photography and they haven't done anything with it and they i remember one of my old friends would like ask me like how how the hell is your photos in magazines and you didn't even go to school for this. meanwhile i have a degree and i could barely land a photo shoot and i was just like right because you put a lot of value in that paper it's it's just a paper to me you know it doesn't determine your knowledge know I mean, people graduate college and are still very much unintelligent but they have a degree right there's people who have degrees but they can't tell you anything they learned in that process but they got this degree you know so anytime it comes to credentials i always like to tell people from my perspective that i i value more experience than i do the paper the paper doesn't show me anything it just shows me that you did what they considered the right way to where just doing it shows me that you just do it there's people who go to school for it and there's people who do it right you know so my conversations with you and i have a spiritual advisor and she went to the like, you know she like really studied this stuff and um yet the conversation i had with you about astrology we've had longer conversations than I've had with my spiritual advisor you know and it's like she's great at what she does obviously she's great at what she does and she's been doing this before she went to high school for it mm-hmm. but kind of like you where she was like well I said want that paper to you know I said shut people up and she talked to me all the time that that paper still does not shut people up so That's interesting but I think my point of all that really I say all that just to say in the end that I feel that we put so much value on the physical things than we do the actual like experience of it like if you take for example you take a marriage or, or people who want to get married they, they put so much emphasis on that ring mm-hmm. they're like oh I paid this much for that ring oh he paid this much for this ring to show me that he loves me and this is this, this i have i have friends and i've had had friends who are married and they bought this expensive ring they bought these nice cars they had a nice place but he was cheating on his wife since they got married but she was so blinded by the material Oh, got me this nice ring so i feel like we as humans we put so much value on these physical things that really don't matter. Mm, That is a fact. Like, you can't take the physical with you. Mm -mm. If I died right now, I would not be able to take the podcast equipment. I wouldn't be able to take my vinyls. I wouldn't be able to take any of my physical things. But even without these physical things, you would have, like, trying to figure out, like, how to verbalize it. I I said, like, when I die, I can't take this equipment with me but if you listen to the episodes, you, you at least have that right Those things matter. And um, when I first when I first started doing the podcast, I didn't have any of this equipment. When I first started in photography, I didn't have the equipment I have now. As I told you when like here we are in my house and we're recording this episode and I was showing you pictures of how the house looked like months ago and there was nothing in here. We had an air mattress and a baby crib like we didn't have any of this shit we just had this space and I've always been a firm believer of just I've always been a firm believer of just using what you have appreciating what you have and like that was, that's the value I guess the value that you put in things it's not necessarily physical I guess like trying to like not run over my words here yeah but um I just feel like we misplace our value a lot we do i'm here
1: as a soul trying to understand and learn about values and what i value quick lesson like i have a taurus moon places moon represents the mind <clears throat> the emotions and feelings um it represents the mother it represents memory and i have taurus there and, um taurus you know it rules values our possessions it's i have you know so i'm here learning about I have um, But Everything you said Was so facts And so like I'm here in this lifetime With a confliction But it just lets me know Like you know We're all endless We're mm-hmm. we're spirit We're energy We've probably been here forever Right So um, When you understand thyself And the helped me It helped Validate You feel me and one thing I don't like, um, and I'm glad I'm on a podcast to say this. One thing I don't like, because you know people misconceive it all the time. Like you bring the energy up, and then people look at you like, "Oh, you're just you're, you're just um, you're just excusing behavior. You're just excusing excuse. I hear the word excuse a lot, or I just hear like you use it to to um, not hold yourself accountable or just weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's the complete opposite. It literally validates. And explains. Um, People obviously don't know what explaining means. Um, But, when you understood, when I understood myself, um, I understood I have to put the physical down there so I can focus. Like, if I make it matter, then I focus, you know. I have to. Like, I got all three earth placements in my chart. I have to make it matter. So, example, I, I learned about astrology in the middle of college when I'm thinking I'm just about to Be a media person all my life. I come to this and I come, I start learning about my own truth, and I'm just like, look, I don't even care about film. Mm. I don't even think I care about shit else but like occult things, you know? Like, I want to be a palm reader, you know? So I get easily distracted. So to Compensate for that. I literally got to make it matter. So even just putting in my own money, buying these books, right. doing all this extra physical shit that don't even mean nothing. Right. It's just going to be good for me. And so when I do die, and I can say this from experience out of an out body experience, you're going to get your own real. So like when it's all said and done or if you have a real outer body experience, depending on where your mind or consciousness goes, you're going to get a flashback of your life. You're going to get I look like the experience I went through. It's like, we're we're all our own directors, I swear. So like when it's all said and done, you look about how you directed your life. And, um, my soul most definitely just wants me to see to actually, like if I go through the steps to be an astrologer, I know when it's all said and done. When I come back and look at my reel again, I see those memories like, Oh yeah. When I got my book or Mm -hmm. yeah. When I did all that, Mm -hmm. like all that stuff matters to me. You feel me? Um, I would just have a way head start coming into it. I understand the basics, but it, astrology is just, man, it's, it's just so different ways. When I was looking up the schooling and the stuff for it, I started learning other branches that you can look off in. And it was a family version one. And family is a big important in my life. So I'm like, yeah, I, I will get involved in that, you know? Like, I want to learn about the quintiles, um, the semi sex tiles asteroids, all that good stuff. It's a lot of stuff in there, and I'm just somebody that's just highly interested in things that I either, A, can't comprehend or can't understand, and I'll keep doing it until I can at least
0: start to understand. Um, do you think that astrology helps you communicate better? Because I think, as, as humans, we have such a hard time communicating with each other so how does astrology help you communicate it helps me communicate a lot um
1: it validated how i communicate if you're somebody questions like well how do i communicate uh, look at your birth chart it'll tell you how to communicate why you communicate that way and um how you should communicate when you should communicate eat them who what when where, why. wise and how on communication and, um, I learned me the most effective way I could communicate to where I could probably penetrate through majority of the brains is through creativity like, and that's because um, my Mercury sign was the planet of communication ruled by Gemini and Virgo um, that energy is in my fifth house which is a life aspect or an aspect of all of our lives and um it's the leo house the house of creativity so mercury is in the house of leo creativity so i am a creative communicator that's how you break that stuff down you know and um it makes sense like i do film i um write um I really feel like I can't get across you I will literally do it creatively you feel me mm-hmm. um, and that's just me some people are just straightforward communicators like you I'm a straightforward communicator too but mine's is not like yours because mine it comes out and then it start getting sporadic because like I'm a you know I'm, I'm hella in the subconscious so I'm taking all my thoughts and I'm trying to condense them I'm the type of energy I make it look good you feel me <laughs> I make coming out my mouth look good It's like all my thoughts rush and try to come out of my mouth. And um, at the last minute, I try to filter it. But it's just made me learn. I got to definitely take my time with communicating. And my most most effective way is through creativity. Like, I'll be the type, like, if I really wanted to tell somebody how I truly feel about them, I'll write something or I'll literally make something. Like, I will, over time, I will create something without their knowing. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, this is how I feel about you.
0: I used to, uh, I was telling Rihanna the other day that I remember in high school like getting like the getting like through like passing period, getting the notes like writing notes to your partner or writing notes to your crush and your crush writing notes back and then passing period, you guys passing each other notes and um, I come from like where we used to make mixtapes for each other and I always tell Rihanna, I'm like, man like I miss those days like where people would write letters or make mixtapes. Like, oh, these are songs that make me think of you. You know, like communication, it's so weird how much we can communicate and how many different ways we can communicate it. So I guess my last question to you is the future of communication. What do you think lies ahead for communication? In what ways do you think that we can communicate better in the future?
1: You know that's a very, very complex question. A great question. Uh, I think communication, as it will progress, um, I feel like a lot of it. A lot of it, since we're we're in a technology age, I feel like a lot of it will be digital. I feel like as humans, we're losing the um, instinct to be. Face to face confrontational, um, to where now everything is going to be like creative and mixed with technology how we would like mm-hmm. communicate. Um, so, damn, what was the second question? Because it's such a like I'm really thinking on it. Because because you had a whole second question and I thought I was about to speak on it, but I'm
0: like. What did he just what did they just most we'll definitely just ask me? I way. believe it was um how do you think that we can learn to communicate better? I oh yeah. So. Boom.
1: Two things. One is um let and then it's subjective, you know, it's like when you deal with humans, it's like the best way to describe it. Dealing with humans are like dealing with deer. Like, like, you don't want to scare them away mm-hmm. coming off too strong or, you know, and it's not about what you say is how you say it. So, and a lot, of, you know, everybody pretty much knows that. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people, we always got to come to that lesson. Like, man, you know, it's not about what I said; it's how I said it. And um, people keep that more mindful. Communication can get better if people let people process their emotions in the duration of time that yeah. they have the capacity to process those so they communicate. Um, it'd be better. Astrology, you feel me? It'd be so funny these days. People, I'll be like astrology, spirit be like astrology, because. Um, <laughs> If you want to know how you communicate, and you want to know how the other communicate, it help. It literally helps with a lot of confusion, because everybody communicate differently. Some people communicate fiery, like go some. Uh, mm-hmm. some, people, some people communicate light air. You know, everything is flowing. The conversations can go. They like dictating it because they, you know, they know what they're saying. Um, some people communicate earthly like me, and it's it's um very practical and logical in some ways. And there's a lot of people that communicate watery with their emotions. Period. And um, it's like that's the only way they know how to communicate is bringing their emotions to the forefront. And so astrology helps you identify that, and it helps you understand it, and also gives you the choice. to either A, do to like flow with the energy or do what you want, Uh, you know, once you be constantly aware of it, you now have the true choice, I really feel like you truly don't have the choice unless you're constantly aware of something, so once you're constantly aware of how you guys communicate, then you can make the choice, you know, like is it worth it communicating like this? So, example, like, me and, um, my partner, I communicate in fragments. Like, i say something, pause, say something, pause, say something, pause. My partner, they have a way better, um, flow of communicating, like, their, um, their sun and Mercury's conjunct, so. They're able to flow better with the communication than me. While well, I gotta sit there and just... It's like a robot. I gotta sit there get information put it out. Or this person, they can just fluently communicate. And although I can too, I just take a lot of information in, like a computer, and I just emit it back out. <laughs> and so... Uh, it gives challenges in our communication style. Um thing I don't like about my communication style is, is really the pauses and cause you know, I'll probably cut off somebody or I'll get cut off or, um, and the worst part is, is that, um, I communicate creatively. So sometimes I leave communication, I leave some things get left unsaid cause like, I don't know how to communicate that properly. To make this person understand, especially if I feel like I'm talking to a wall at the moment, because everybody don't like talking to a wall. Nah. I guess as humans, we we just want to make people understand, you know. Even if I'm in the wrong, I still want you to understand where I was coming from, or or I want you to most definitely understand um, why it was done that way, rather than focusing on the whole negativity of it all, or the whole the the concept of it all. Um, But, literally, ever since I've been learning astrology, I've been keeping mental notes on people's Mercury sign. Because it helps me how to communicate with them that better suits Mm -hmm. them. You know, like, you're a fire Mercury sign. You know, the best way to communicate with you it's straight on. It's Aries, straight the fuck on, right there in there. Um, any fire sign really. Um, and then you just you know you suit it to accordingly. And obviously, fire and earth are not compatible, because um, fire is masculine, earth is feminine. So, it's a confliction there. So when you identify, like, oh, it's a confliction here. Like, earth and fire, they don't, you know you're then able to truly accommodate for another person's communication style. You can make fiery, I communicate earthy. You know? Um, out of that lesson, when it's coming for me to encode information from you, I must let all the fire come out because I, I can pretty much absorb it, you know? Then I come in and it's both cardinal, too. Like, one thing, what makes ours cool, and astrology's so cool, our elements aren't compatible, but our modality is. Like, we're both cardinal. Like, we'll both initiate. You know? Like, we'll, you know, I initiate a conversation if need be. If need be. Mm. You know, fire Mercury if it's cardinal, like an Aries Mercury, which is initiated conversation. Or like a Libra Mercury, that would initiate a conversation. Um, or even a Cancer Mercury, Capricorn, like the least one, you know, it's the most cardinal. It will initiate the conversation if need to be, you know. So, and then I'll follow up with it. We'll follow up with each other. So, yeah, it will definitely help you put into perspective that everybody communicates differently and you have no control over it. And quite frankly, you don't, yourself don't have too much control over it. You can just compensate and work with what you got. And that's
0: life. And Ross is trying our best. Uh oh, thank you for doing this episode with me. Thank you. Um, you want to let the people know where they can find you? Um, You can catch me.
1: I'm a workhorse, but you can most definitely catch me on Twitter at YIN, Y-I-N, is Chris, i um, I'm more active on there. You can catch me on Instagram, too. Astralovision, so... The word Astro, A-S-T-R-O, LeVision, L-E-V-I-S-I-O-N. It's literally astrology and television mixed together. Don't tell nobody.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening today. I hope that today's episode has helped you in some form. I hope that today you bring awareness to your communication style and how others communicate with you. Take a look at it. What do you feel? How do you feel? After all, that's what matters, isn't it? And that is the brew of the day. See you next time.